Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Palsik. Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Oh, so we have what might be a little bit of a controversial topic today on the Ads Maven. So we're talking a bit about network marketing and uh, some myths that happen around it, along with some tips and, of course, talking a little bit about ads as well. Um, okay. So if you are a person out in the world, you probably have heard some bad stuff about network marketing. And when I talk about network marketing, it means network marketing, MLMs, um, there's like a few different names for them. But in general, network marketing tends to get a bad rap. Like there's a lot of negative stuff out there. Um, you've probably heard them called pyramid schemes. Talking, talking about how they're a scam, how nobody makes money. Um, I Sometime in the last year, I listened to a podcast called The Dream, which is all talking about kind of like the dark side of MLMs. Um, and it was interesting because they did talk about all the negative things of it. Like, And some of the stuff that it talked about was also interesting. It talked about how it... Um, MLMs are kind of positioned to especially hurt women and especially women in small towns, but it didn't really talk about any of the positive sides of, of network marketing. So yeah, it was really interesting and I, it was long enough ago that I'm not able to fully speak on it and some of it, some of it was just really, really pretty biased. So I, I listened to most of the episodes. I don't think I finished it because I just, it wasn't, anyways. There's definitely negatives to MLMs. And I will say right up front, there are plenty of network marketers that do really cringeworthy things to try to sell their products or to get you to be a, a member of their stuff. Um, so I'm sure you have seen some of those things. Like there are people that will just add you to um, their Facebook groups without you being asked. They'll tag you in posts on like Facebook and Instagram, like all about the business that have like nothing to do with you. Um, or sometimes you may have seen people where they just like post every single day about their business and only about their business on Facebook. Um, or suddenly like you'll see like a private message from somebody that you haven't spoken to since you guys were kids and then very quickly it turns into, hey, let me pitch you on, on my business. So there's a lot of spammy, sketchy behavior out there that is taught from uplines that don't know what they're doing, that is taught to them by uplines that don't know what they're doing and it just kind of like, runs a little bit rampant. And so I know that there's a lot of negative stuff out there. But at the same time, I um, 
I want to tell you a little bit about my history with network marketing because there's also a lot of really positives when it comes to network marketing as well that I think a lot of people don't necessarily know about just because they haven't been around the right people to talk about it. So I basically grew up in a family that is like a network marketing family. They've been involved in several companies over the years where they have basically always been top distributors with those companies. And that started from when I was a kid. I don't know how old I was when they really got going with network marketing, but I remember like being, I don't know, maybe like seven and uh, riding onto a stage at some convention in this like fancy red convertible that my parents had won because they were top distributors within that company, um, which they actually very quickly, we never actually got that car because they traded it in for a much more sensible one for a family of four. Um, but they've, they've basically always been top distributors within those companies. And um, one of the things I think I've mentioned on here, but I've started mentioning it from time to time, but especially when I see people talking about the negatives of network marketing, I, I mean, I'm very grateful for network marketing. I own my house free and clear because of network marketing. So back when I was still living in Asheville, North Carolina, we, um, I had my house, I had my mortgage, and we sold a line of the, of a business. Uh, network marketing business and made enough from it to pay off my house. And so then when we moved down here to Florida, we I basically made sure that the house that we purchased was still free and clear that I didn't have to have a mortgage, which is a huge benefit, <laughs> right, to uh, network marketing. So I definitely have to, like, thank network marketing for that as well. Um, okay. So a few things that I want to say in terms of like tips, and this is a very weird show. It's funny because it's not like talking about ads right off the bat, uh, and I'm not interviewing anybody right off the bat. So it's this is kind of a funny one. If you guys have questions um, while I'm live, you can always call in live, which is one of the fun things about having a live show. Uh, you can call in at 815-880-8255 if you would like to come on and chat if you have questions. You can also join me in the chat room at uh, if you go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com slash chat room, I believe, uh, to join me. But so a few tips when it comes to network marketing. First thing, if you are going to be a distributor in a network marketing company, I believe very strongly that you really have to be a product of the product. If you are going to be a distributor, you have to find products that you love and that you use because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. The people that I see that join network marketing companies because they're like, oh, I'm going to just like do make all the money, right? They don't make money. <laughs> Those are the people that they like, they fail pretty quickly and it just like does not work. So you have to be a product of the product. And if you're going to join a network marketing company, 
as a distributor, you have to make sure that it has products that you really, truly love. Now, I will tell you, I've tried a lot of products from a lot of different network marketing companies, and there's a lot out there that really do have amazing products that are really, truly are life-changing. I know for my um, – well, I'll tell you just a little bit about my family's business and their, their current business, which you might – uh, which you might know about. Basically, all businesses that my parents have ever been involved with, they've all been health and wellness businesses. And they've very much been products of the product where they've had really good experiences with products that have changed their health for the better. And that's what made them decide, okay, I want to share this with others. So the current business that they have, um, if you go to CARES, High Frequency Wellness. That's our Facebook business page. Um, so this was back in 2014. Uh, my dad's health was not great. Uh, they were introduced to a product that's a micronized purple rice that's able to get into your cells and regenerate them. Now, when I say that, I know people have mostly never heard about this, which is totally fine. Uh, and we actually don't even talk about the name of the company because it's really not about the company. You want to make sure that the company that you have has products that you really love, but you're also really getting them to, to you're growing the know, like, and trust factor to yourself and you're branding yourself. You're not branding the company because people can find plenty of other distributors from that same company, but you want them to buy from you because they know, like, and trust you. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But basically, so they were introduced to this micronized purple rice. And when I say that, it doesn't mean it's not like rice that you cook. It is actually a purple rice. It's grown in Thailand. And um, they're able to remove just the heart of the rice that does the good stuff. And they put it into this uh, machine that mills it down to the size of a micron. Because it's so tiny, it can get into any cell no matter how damaged and regenerate them. So for my dad, he's been diabetic as long as I've been around. It helped take his morning blood sugar from 200 to 110 within about three months, and it meant that he was able to avoid taking insulin for a really long time. For my mom, it helped lower her cholesterol about 72 points within about a month. So when they had those results, they had that story to share. They started doing what entrepreneurs tend to do, which is sharing the product that they found with basically everybody they knew. Okay, so that first tip, be a product of the product. Second tip, you have to treat it like a real business. It is a real business, but I see so many people, like they join a network marketing company as a distributor, but they, they it's almost like they think like, it's like field of dreams. Like if you build it, they will come. Like if you join, like they will come and you'll just like get people. And that's not the case at all. Like in order to get people to join under you, like you have to treat this like a business. You have to actually be an entrepreneur. And I know that a lot of the people in my world, a lot of the people that are network marketers that I know are also entrepreneurs, but not everybody who is a distributor in a network marketing company acts like an entrepreneur. But I think you really, truly have to be an entrepreneur. You have to treat it like a real business. And even though it's a really quick way to be able to start a business because you basically pay a little bit and you immediately have this business here, 
Like it's a small investment compared to like a brick and mortar. But if you don't treat it still as an investment, if you don't invest the time, if you don't invest education, if you don't invest sometimes money too, it's you're not treating it like an entrepreneur and you're not treating it like a real business. So that's the second tip. Okay. I've got a break coming up. I've got three more uh, tips, and then we're going to get into some of the myths of network marketing. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Okay, so before the break, we were talking about some tips for network marketing. First tip you want to make sure that you're a product of the product. Number two, treat it like a real business and be an entrepreneur. Number three, you want to make sure, and I talked about this a little bit already, you want to make sure that you're branding yourself and not the company. So here's the thing. We buy from those we know, those we like, and those we trust. And I like to give the example of if you had the choice to go to Target or Walmart, if they're like right across the street from you, and for a long time, <laughs> our Target, our local Target and Walmart, we're actually literally right across the street. Which one would you choose to go to? They sell a lot of the same products, right? I know both businesses, but I like and I trust Target a whole lot more than Walmart. Now, I will say, sometimes I have had to go to Walmart. Um, on Thanksgiving this one time, I accidentally threw away the vegetarian broth that my wife needed to uh, make my Thanksgiving part, and Walmart was the only place that was open. So sometimes it makes sense to still go to, to one, but when you have that choice, when you know, like, and trust one place more than the other, you're going to go to that place. 
same is true if you're talking about a big brand to buying from an individual. So if you're a network marketer and you're with company A, you're going to find there are hundreds or thousands of other distributors of company A, right? You're selling the exact same thing, the exact same products, but people are going to buy from you because they know, like, and trust you as opposed to here's this other distributor that they don't know at all, that they don't trust, and that might not, that just doesn't talk to them about it or educate them about it or isn't there for them to help them through all of it the same way that you are. So you want to really focus on branding yourself, growing the know, like, and trust factor to you, not to the company. So with my family's business, that's why we talk about it. So my mom's business page is Cares High Frequency Wellness. Our um, website, we actually have two websites. Now we have Cares High Frequency Wellness or and highfrequencywellness.com. But originally we just had carespurplericeproducts.com, and that's how we talk about them. We don't talk about the name of the company. Now, if somebody is on the phone with us and placing an order and asks, or they just are learning more about the product and they're asking specifically because they want to look up the company, that's totally fine. Of course, we'll tell them. Now, it's kind of funny because we give way more information <laughs> than the company actually does, but we don't focus on the company. We focus on branding my mom and talking about the product and stories about the product, okay? So the other part of that kind of brings us into number four. You want to focus on the product, not the opportunity. So we, you brand yourself, but then you also want to focus on the products and the stories behind the products. What have those products helped you to do? So, and it could be, I know a lot of network marketing companies are health and wellness-based products. So if that's the case, it's really easy to share those stories. But it's not always health and wellness. It could be, I know like there are companies where it's like shampoo and hair care products or companies where it's like beauty-based. It's still like you're telling the stories around it. It could be the story if it's like a jewelry-like product where it's like the story is it's helping you feel feel better about yourself, right? Too often, though, I see network marketers really focus on the opportunity around making money and not so much on the product. But it kind of goes back to tip number one, you have to be a product of the product. If people aren't sold on the product, they're not going to be successful at this as a business. You have to like, you have to be bonded to the products and really believe in the products. So I feel like focus on the product. When people fall in love with the products, like you have a customer for life. And if they are good at then talking about the products to other people, they may very well want to become a distributor, but not always. Like I will tell you, I am, um, there's a lot of products that I that I use that are like network marketing from network marketing companies. I'll just give you an example. I love the skincare products from Shackley. I talk about them all the time and but at the same time, I am not going to be a distributor. Like I'm not going to like I'm if I were to do that, it would just take away from all the focus that I have with my business as a Facebook and 
Instagram ads like strategist, speaker, and consultant, right? However, at the same time, if somebody is talking about skincare, I will recommend Shackley's products all day long, and I will send you to my friend Carla who sells Shackley, right? So you with it, you don't have to be a distributor in order to still be able to share it, but it goes back to you want to focus on the product, not the opportunity. There are going to be people like me that will love the products. They may send you some more business, but they're still not going to be a distributor. And so if you come to them talking about like, hey, here's this opportunity to make money, it's like such a total turnoff. And I would guess that the majority of the people in the times that you have people coming up to you are like the spammy ways, like the sleazy ways. And part of why network marketing, I think, gets such a bad rap is because too many people focus on the opportunity and talk about it in terms of like, oh, well, here's this way to make all this money. Instead of talking about, here's this amazing product, here's what it's done for me, here's how I think it could help you as well. Does that make sense? All right. Tip number five, you want to really grow your email list and focus on your message to your list. So let me tell you a little bit about with my family's business. And this kind of goes back to how I got started with Facebook and Instagram ads in the first place. So back in the day, <laughs> way back in 2014, I, when I started working with my family's business, I knew we needed an online presence. And I didn't really know much of anything about digital marketing, but I feel like we're, I, I'm a big believer that we're all lifelong learners, and I was very much an action taker. So I just started learning everything I could from everywhere I could. And I really started learning about the world of digital marketing and how to really grow an email list and sell to your list. And I started doing just that. So I, I did that first organically. Uh, my mom wrote a little ebook called Your How Old how to recharge, repair, and regenerate every cell in your body. And actually, it did not start out as an ebook. It started out as a regular book. And this was not even my idea. This was my mom's idea because like a million years ago, like several companies earlier back in like the 80s, my mom actually wrote a book that they self-published, oh gosh, called uh, You're Poisoning Your Family, Tired of Being Tired is sick of being sick. Oh gosh, there's another part to it and I actually don't remember. But basically it was all about using um, healthy household products that are non-toxic. And it went right along perfectly with a company that they were with. The company is still around. It's They still have really good products. Um, but that little book actually went out at the time to like Basically, it went out to like everybody that was a part of the company. Um, and it was a great way to really educate people about the products. So with this, she wrote her little book um, about called Your How Old, How to Recharge, Repair, and Regenerate Every Cell in Your Body. It just told the story about her experience with the purple rice and a little bit about my dad's experience and what they've learned from it. Right. And then at the end, it has like a bit of a call to action about, hey, if you want to order, give me a call. OK, so with that, 
originally she started sending that out, like literally mailing it out in like snail mail to people. And anytime new people would order, she would send them a few copies of the book so that they could share it with friends. So that was a very, uh, it's a more expensive way to go for sure than an ebook, right? And it's a lot harder. It's a lot more time intensive because you're actually physically mailing it out. But what I learned from all of this was that, oh, hey, wait, we could actually just make this an ebook that people could get and they could get it automatically when they sign up for our email list. And then we can email our list on a regular basis, letting them know updates, letting them know more information about just health and wellness in general, and really educating them as well as letting them know about any sales that we have, stuff like that. So I started off doing everything to really grow our email list and then sell to the list. Now, uh, if you've heard other episodes of the Ads Maven, you know that this is exactly how how I started with running ads. Um, I grew our email list to over 160,000 on it, and we still continue to sell to the list today because we ran those ads to grow our list. Now, I will tell you, you don't have to use Facebook and Instagram ads to start growing a list. And in fact, I don't recommend that you start off with ads right away. I suggest that first things first, you create your system, you create your funnel, and get that in place to grow your list and test everything organically. Make sure that it's working. Make sure people are interested. Make sure people are actually signing up and that you're also make sure that you're also emailing your list on a regular basis and then you can start to put some money behind it for ads okay so i think a guide an ebook something like that is a really good way to grow your list it could also be um that you're doing something like a webinar or a video or training something where you're bringing people in you're educating them a bit, and you're letting them know about what you have to offer. Okay? So tip number five, you want to really grow your email list, and you want to mes- make sure that you're messaging your list on a regular basis. Okay? So I think that actually is true, whether it's a network marketing company or any any type of business, really. You want to make sure that you're growing your list and emailing your list on a regular basis. So, so much of it for network marketing, like tips that I would say for it, you want to treat it like any other business with digital marketing, right? So you're branding yourself, you're growing the know, like, and trust factor, you're focusing on the product and sharing stories just like you would any other type of business, and then grow your email list so that you can then sell to the list. Make sense? All right. Whew. That was a lot. Let's start talking a little bit about some of these myths. Um, so myth, I'm going to go over the myths real quick, and then we'll kind of dive into each of them. So myth number one is the idea that network marketing is a pyramid scheme. Now, I know this is a big one. Oh, my gosh. Myth number two is that MLM is not a real business. Myth number three, that network marketers are spammers. Myth number four, you have to become a distributor if you join a network marketing company. And then number five, in order to find customers, you have to talk to everyone you see about your business. Now, I will say some of these 
We've talked about a little bit. We're going to talk about them a little bit more um, in just a minute. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Posick. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Okay, so today we are talking about network marketing myths. And so myth number one is the idea that network marketing is a pyramid scheme. Now, I know there have been some network marketing companies that have also been pyramid schemes. So, um, but that does not mean that every MLM is a pyramid scheme. Right. So I looked it up and in as defined by Wikipedia, a pyramid scheme is an unsustainable and often illegal business model that involves promising participants payment or services, primarily for enrolling other people into the scheme rather than supplying any real investment or sale of products or services to the public. So what that means is basically people pay money, but they don't actually get anything for it. Now, with network marketing, like, I get why it's like, it is like a pyramid in the sense of it's multi-level, right? So you have people higher up in the organization and then people below them. So it does look like a pyramid. But network marketing is defined as a marketing strategy in which the sales force is compensated not only for the sales they generate, but also for the sales of other salespeople that they recruit. Now, in both ways, you're making money, but with network marketing, basically, people are making money when others are actually buying products, right? So with the pyramid scheme, it's like you're putting in money as if it's like an investment and it's promising that you'll get money in the future, but there's no actual product or service involved. Okay. So I do know like Amway back a long time ago, I don't know when, I want to say like the 80s, maybe it was early 90s. Anyways, I was a kid when it happened. I don't know much about it. Um, I do know like there have been businesses that have, they have decided like, no, this is actually a pyramid scheme. However, the majority of network marketing companies, the majority of MLMs out there are not pyramid schemes. Like, it's literally you get money when people are purchasing products, right? So by definition, not a pyramid scheme, okay? Um, 
I think the way, the reason why it, it can get confusing is when people talk about it in ways that are not truthful, that are a little bit scammy and spammy. And we're going to talk more about that in a bit. But because people talk about it in ways of like, oh, well, join this company and you'll make all this money, which is just false. Like, that's not true. It comes off as a pyramid scheme. It comes off as a scam. And that's why so often it gets like a, a bad rap. But at the heart of it, it is not. So like, yes, there are people out there that like give some really terrible information. There are people out there that like are terrible at all of it, but that's true anywhere. Like, it's so funny. Like, okay, so comparing it with Facebook ads, there are people out there that are like bro marketers where they're just like dude bros. I, I feel like that's like the best way to describe it. And I know that may make perfect sense to some of you and not at all to others, but it's like where they just come off as like so salesy and it's like, oh, you run ads and you can make a million dollars in like a day. That's the exact same thing as like the, the network marketers that tell you like total crap, right? Facebook ads are not a guarantee. They're a hundred percent a gamble. You have to know what you're doing. They can of course be incredibly profitable, but there are plenty of people that have also lost thousands of dollars, right? So it's like there's crappy people out there no matter what you're doing. <laughs> so it's like you kind of, it's like you can't let a few bad eggs ruin, ruin the bunch. And I know that too often it's like that's why network marketing has such a bad name. Okay, myth number two is the idea that network marketing and MLMs are not a real business. And again, that kind of goes back to the idea that you can join it and like people just come. You don't have to do anything. In those cases, I would say those people that join it and they don't do anything, you're right. They do not have a real business. However, I know tons of network marketers that really are making money, some as like a side hustle where they're bringing in like a few extra hundred or like thousand dollars extra a month for their, their business, for their family, right? Some of it, them, they're stay at home moms. They just need a little bit extra. Sometimes it's like they have a regular day job and they just want to bring in a little bit extra. And I know lots of people where their network marketing business is their full time business. They're out there treating it like a real business. They're out there acting like entrepreneurs. They're out there networking. They're out there growing their email list. They're out there educating their people every day on a regular basis. And they're having like sales consultations and discovery calls. And they're helping people figure out what to order and what's going to make most sense for them and helping to also educate their distributors as well. So, so much of it just depends on how you actually treat it. If you're treating it like a real business, absolutely it's a real business. If you're acting like an entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur, it's a real business. If you join it just thinking it's like Field of Dreams and people will just join and you're going to make all this money, but you're not a product of the product, you're not talking to people about it, you're not educating people about it, yeah, you're right, it's not a real business. Okay. So that is myth number two. Myth number three 
is the idea that network marketers are spammers. So again, we've talked about this a little bit already as well. There are a lot of ways where people have been taught to do spammy behavior. Now, I know one of the things in um, the podcast about the dream that they said, so they're like, dun, 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 we went undercover and joined a network marketing company, which was very funny to me, um, so that they could see what that company was putting out. And I think the company sold like makeup products. Um, it was not a company that I had heard of before. I cannot speak to the quality of the products. I honestly don't even remember the name. They found that in some of the things that like they were told by the upline, they were told kind of spammy things to do. Like too often people are told like make a list of everybody you know and then basically start messaging them. Ugh, I hate that. I think that absolutely is spammy behavior. I don't necessarily want to be contacted by people that I don't really know anymore to sell, like, to hear about the products that they're trying to sell me. Now, at the same time, if I see somebody posting on Facebook talking about the results that they're getting with a product, I do want to know what's going on with them. I can think specifically of some friends where, um, they had started posting about products that just help their skin look better and help them like lose a little bit of weight. But I also see like they're working out all the time. They're just having more energy. And I, do, I am curious like to find out more about what the product is, what they're actually doing. And so at some point, like, yeah, I might reach out to them and say, hey, what is it that you're, what is it that you're doing? But if they were to like contact me and be like, hey, are you looking to lose some weight? I would basically be like, oh, you can go away. That's ridiculous, right? Um, <laughs> one of the things, oh, you guys, not too long ago, I had a discovery call with somebody interested in uh, some services for Facebook ads. And at the end of it, they tried to tell me about how, well, maybe I should also get involved in their network marketing company and I should sell their stuff and their products because I already have this, you know, I have this list and I have people and I have an audience and I would be like a perfect fit. That's some spammy behavior, right? Like that's freaking ridiculous. Like you schedule time with me to talk to me about how I can help you and then you're trying to say, oh, well, maybe I should just also have this side hustle and sell your stuff to, like, no. No. Come on now. <sighs> there are definitely spammy behaviors and spammy people. But if you're a network marketer, that does not have to be you and that should not be you. You want to treat it like a regular business. I, you guys know this, I'm a big fan of like digital marketing. I'm a big fan of, I, so I think I've told you guys about this, but basically I am very much an introvert. I do not like to, I, I do not like to cold call people. I do not like, I'm not very good at talking to strangers if I don't have a reason to. I'm not good at small talk. I, I'm good at having big conversations. If the conversation is about something interesting that's like not small talk, this is kind of like 
what intro- introverts tend to do and feel and all that. Um, back in the day, back in the day, oh gosh, how old was I? I was like a teenager. My dad used to have a um, travel agency back when like travel agencies that were like in physical buildings and stuff were a thing where he had like several people that worked for him and um, they really specialized in cruises. So this was back, he had it for a long time. Um, But so this is like back in like the nineties that he had it. So yeah, there was a summer where he was child labor. I'm kidding dad, if you're listening, Um, but he forced me basically, to work for him for, I think it was probably only a week, and it was like the worst time of my life because I had to, I don't even remember if it was actually cold calling people, but I think it was. He had me like cold call people to talk to them about cruises, and it was the worst thing I could imagine. I hated it so much. Hated it. And I actually worked with, uh, after I stopped teaching, I worked with my family with uh, a different network marketing business that they were with. Um, This was the one that we sold where it uh, paid off my house. And um, when I did that, I was on the phone, and it wasn't even cold calling. It was just answering calls that came in from ads that we had placed. Um, And these were ads in magazines, like physical magazines. but it felt like cold calling because I didn't know them. I didn't know anything about the person I was going to talk to. And it gave me so much anxiety to answer the phone. Even like, cause I would also check up on customers, talk to them about how they were doing, what they noticed, um, just following up, right? That gave me a lot of anxiety too, because they like weren't my customer. I mean, they were, they were my customers, but because it was like my families, I hated it, right? Digital marketing avoids all of that. Um, Sometimes with digital marketing, it's like permission-based marketing is another term for it. But essentially, it's like putting it out there and it's like people that want to get more information, they're able to get more information. They're able to learn more about you and what you're doing. So that can involve like posting on Facebook, posting on Instagram, just like educating people and inviting them in without, like, inviting them in in, like, a gross and spammy way. Does that make sense? So you guys know the best way to do that, I think, is really to grow your email list, right? You want to have some type of lead magnet, some type of special offer. Grow your list. Email your list on a regular basis. Okay. So we have another break coming up, our final break um, so you're listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. 
Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. All right, so today we are talking about myths of network marketing. Whew, it's a lot of a lot of myths around network marketing. All right, so the first three myths we've talked about is the idea that network marketing is a pyramid scheme. It is not. The idea that it is not a real business is myth number two, which some people, it's not actually a real business. You have to actually treat it like a real business. Number three, the idea that network marketers are spammers. Uh, The reality being that, yeah, some people are. But there's a lot of people out there that are not, and hopefully if you are a network marketer, if you're in an MLM, you are choosing to treat it like a real business, and you are not being a spammer, and you're choosing to actually grow your email list and email your list on a regular basis and educate people and teach them more about what they're doing and sharing stories, all the good things. Okay, so myth number four is the idea that you have to become a distributor if you join a network marketing company. 100% not true. So it kind of goes back to the like being a product of be a product of the product and the idea that look, you can join a network marketing company and just use the products. You can be a customer and be very happy being a customer without ever becoming a distributor. You do not have to. Now, I will tell you, if you join and whoever you're you're buying from is like pushing you to be a distributor, I'm sorry, that sucks and that's crappy of them to do it. Um, but you don't have to. You can continue to just buy the products whenever you want to and enjoy the products without becoming a distributor. Now, if you're not like, sometimes it's like, if it's just not a right fit for you to be a distributor, it's not a it's not a good fit. Like again, going back to the idea with um, like Shackley products, I really like their products. I love their skincare. I use it all the time. I don't think that I would ever. Now, I mean, eventually, who knows? Maybe this might change. But at the moment, nope. I'm not going to be a distributor for them because that's not where I want to focus my time and my energy. I'm a very happy customer and I am very happy to refer people to my friend who sells their products, who is a distributor, without me having to be one as well. All right, so let's talk about the fifth myth. (laughs) So in order to find customers, you have to talk to everybody you know, everybody you see about your business. No, stop that. You don't have to, like, I have seen people where they're, they, like, teach that, like, oh, well, if you're out to, re- to to eat at a restaurant, you should talk to your server and, like, make your server, like, become your next distributor. That's ridiculous. Now, sometimes, like, you're having a conversation with somebody and you're, like, if you're telling them about what you've noticed and, like, you know, you're telling a story about your results or something, and they ask about it, that's fine. But going up with the – 
starting off with the idea that you have to sell everybody and tell everybody about your business, no. Not everybody is a good fit for you. Like, okay, so I'm a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and consultant. I The people that I work with, I work with a lot of coaches, life coaches, business coaches, mindset coaches. I work with course creators. I work with um, personal brands, service-based businesses. I'm not for everybody. I do not do e-commerce. People have to be in a very specific place in their business. They have to be ready for me. They have to have a business that makes sense to advertise on Facebook. Sometimes I get on a discovery call with somebody and I know very quickly they're not a good fit. Sometimes they're not in a place where ads are going to make sense and I'm quick to tell them that. I'm not going to waste somebody's time and I'm not going to like try to sell them on services that aren't going to work for them. And it could be, you know, like, look, with network marketing, like, even though the investment is very low to get started, if they're not a product of the product, it does not make sense to sell them as, like, you should be a distributor. And if they don't have the money to get started, they still don't have the money to get started, right? They also have to be somebody talking about if they're going to be a distributor, they have to be somebody who is entrepreneurial minded. So this is why digital marketing makes so much more sense. You're bringing people in to your email list, marketing to them on a regular basis. And then if they're already customers and they want to get more information about becoming a distributor, then you can talk to them about becoming a distributor. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about that process of growing your email list. First thing, you have to have some type of way to bring them in. So that can be a lead magnet. A lead magnet is something typically pretty short, easily consumable of value that's going to give them more information, give them value, and kind of bring them into your world, introduce them to your world. So in my mom's case, it's an ebook that gives more information about her story with the micronized purple rice. It could be a guide, a checklist, a cheat sheet. Um, it could also be a quick video training. It could also be, this is a little bit more of an investment, so it's going to be a little bit, not as many people will take you up on it, but it could be that you're inviting them to a webinar, right, or a workshop, or even an online challenge. Um, actually, an online challenge, while it's going to be a little bit harder to get people in, I think that's a great way to do it, especially if it's like health-related products. Um, it could be an online challenge where you have products that support them in doing that challenge if they're ready to take that challenge like to the next level. Okay, So once you figure out what that is, you're going to want to have an email list where you can send out automated emails. So that's going to be something like MailChimp or Constant Contact or AWeber. Um, and I talked about this last week in the Q&A, like Facebook Ads Q&A. I honestly do not have a real preference to what you use for your email list. I get that question a lot. I don't think it really matters. I think if, let's say you have MailChimp, you've been using MailChimp for years, you know how it works. I think it's fine. Keep using MailChimp, right? Um, there are ones that are more expensive. There are ones that start off less expensive. I will tell you, um, for myself, I have AWeber and I have ActiveCampaign. For my family's business, we use uh, Keep, which used to be Infusionsoft. 
I started off with them using AWeber. The cost went up as our email list got really big and they were not willing to cut me a deal. So I switched to Infusionsoft, which was really funny because Infusionsoft starts out at like 100 bucks a month, but because our email list at that point, the point that I switched, I think we had about 80000 on it. Now, I will tell you, Infusionsoft, they switched the game on me a little bit too, um, and they went from saying, so basically we paid 400 a month for our email services. Uh, all of a sudden, it was going to be 1000 a month, and so instead of that, because for having the same size list, so instead I cut our list down quite a bit so that we didn't were not paying more. So make sure that you have an email list, uh, and then you're going to want to create your landing pages and your thank you pages. Okay. Whew. We have talked about a lot. So here's the deal. If you have questions around this, if you would like to learn more about it, if you want to chat about what can you create to start growing your email list, I'm happy to schedule an ads strategy session with you. You can sign up for that if you go to calendly.com slash genposic slash thanks. Okay, calendly.com slash genposic slash thanks. If you look in the show notes, it actually will probably just say calendly.com slash genposic. If that's what you sign up for, that's totally fine too. That's my regular like Facebook and Instagram ads consultation. Just let me know when you're filling stuff out that you'd actually like it to be a strategy session. Totally complimentary. I'm more than happy to chat with you about that. Um, I will also be... Sometime soon, like in the next month, I'm going to be doing a new, brand new uh, workshop all about growing your email list uh, with more information around that. When that's up, you can find it at genposic.com slash workshop. At the moment, if you were to go to genposic.com slash workshop, there it will direct you to a Facebook and Instagram ads workshop that's uh, just kind of, it sends you to the replay of it. That's fine, too. I'm creating a brand new one, though. So soon enough, that will be up. You'll just know the difference if you go there and see that it's specifically around growing your email list. Whew. All right. So I hope to hear from you. If you also, if you have specific questions, feel free to email me, jen at theadsmaven.com or slide into my DMs on Facebook or Instagram. I'm also on TikTok now, which has been really fun to play with. Um, any of those platforms, I'm just at Jen Posick, J-E-N-N-P-O-S-S-I-C-K. All right. Thank you, guys. This has been a lot of fun. I cannot wait to hear your questions. And hopefully I will see you on the webinar, and then I will see you next week right here on the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.